Paris is the city of light. But what about after dark? You know, we all go to Paris and we have a long list of great museums and palaces to see and so on. But save some energy for after dinner. It's a magnificent city after dark. And we're going to talk about that with a friend and fellow tour guide who works in Paris, Arnaud Servignan. Arnaud, thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Hello. As a resident of Paris, how do you enjoy Paris after dark? I mean, it's famous as the city of light, but it's also a very romantic city. Well, you know, Paris is a city of light, and actually it's when it gets dark that it becomes the city of light. Well, that's it, isn't it? So you you've know, got all the floodlighting. Well, even though it doesn't mean this at the origin, it's really because of the light now. It's all illuminated, so you really can walk everywhere. All the monuments are lit up. Paris after dark is very exciting because you can go everywhere. You feel safe. You can walk. It's very romantic. It's true. We have lots of strolls, lots of places, you know, planted with trees, Champs-Élysées, anywhere. Uh, what I'm thinking is... Well, first, start with a dinner, you know, when it's dark. Yeah. I mean, you want a kind of a, not an early dinner, a romantic late dinner. Yeah. And it can go for a while. We don't go, you know, for dinner before 8.30, so... Okay, so you could there. very likely be eating until 11 o'clock. Absolutely. Come out, 10.30, 11 o'clock. And I'm thinking of a place called Le Coupe Chou, which is uh, on the way up to the Pantheon, so on the left bank. You know, it's a very quaint little place. It's a restaurant which is in a, oh my gosh, maybe 14th or 15th century house half-timbered, very low little ceilings, and they have like four little rooms inside. It's very cozy. They have a chimney. The what's, what's the name of the restaurant? Le Coupe Chou. It literally means the cut cabbage. The cut cabbage, okay. Yeah, you know the big shaver that was used in the former days? Big, long thing that you can cut the throats also, you know, okay, in criminal yeah. movies? Right. That's called a Coupe Chou. Okay. It's because the restaurant was owned by a barber shop. The uh, ambience that is created by the yes, restaurant is very yes, important. It's very old, chimney. It's just homey. It's, homey, uh, yeah. You know, and, and when it's cold, it's even better because it, the fire is on. So uh, I would start my evening there, very traditional food, great wine. And then that's it. You're done. You put back your coat and you come out. It's a very tiny little street. It's just off the um, Ecole Polytechnique, Polytechnical School. It's a very quaint district. And then you make your way, you know, up towards the Pantheon, narrow little streets. And then there's a corner here, and you just sit down. And if you're lucky, there might be a 1920 car passing by. So this is the restaurant that's in Midnight in Paris? Or this is the place? No, it's not the one, but it's close by. It sounds like it's you're close by. Right there. And basically when Owen Wilson is waiting for the car, it's just right next to the Pantheon. It's a little street going up to Pantheon. So I was wondering where that area and is, uh, because anybody who sees that movie, yeah. they want to go to that place. Yeah, it's a very nice. It's easy to find. It's just on the side of the Pantheon. I think the cool thing about that movie... Yeah. Midnight in Paris is it just inspires you to be out after dark in Paris Absolutely. and let your creative, romantic spirit go. Well, of course, you've got two sides. You know, you've got the narrow streets and you've got the large boulevards and also the river. Do not forget about the river. Is it safe to walk along the quay? It's very nice. And that's what I was going to advise is maybe a walk along the river, starting at uh, Le Pont Neuf, which is okay. at the end of the island. Right. Uh, you know, a beautiful statue of Henry IV there. It's it's a gorgeous bridge, all illuminated. And you can see already the, the boats passing by. What's you know, the little the park right there in front of the Le statue? Le Square du Vergalant. Yeah, no, you The Garden of the Green Lover. Is that what it's called? The yes. Garden of the Green Lover? Because I think one of the most beautiful places to be, especially after dark, is on the very tip of that island. Yes, that's As true. the river cuts by. It's nice. You can be there with your favorite travel partner. Yes. You're in a magnificent city, but it's also very intimate. Yeah, it is. So you just kiss first, and then you start walking, okay? Okay. <laughs> so um, you have basically to cross the river to okay. get on the left bank side. On the left bank. And you have the yeah. key, this big, uh, the, the bank of the river that used to be where the bums would sleep and so on, but now it's quite comfortable. 
comfortable and safe. Yeah, well, you still get, you know, a few... Well, when you get under the bridges, the reality is something... There's you know, a little reality well, let's there. Let's stay back in the romanticism. You know? Okay, okay, go romanticism. <laughs> so you cross the bridge and then you walk down. You'll see some boats with big masts over there looking really old from right. the 19th century. And you start the walk and it's, it's really beautiful because you, you walk towards Notre Dame... You have the boats passing by. In the flood of Notre Dame, so you see the exoskeletal nature of Gothic architecture. You've got these wonderful buttresses and the windows and the gargoyles. Yes, you just walk by, literally, yeah? And you pass it, and you just walk behind, turn back, kiss again, admire the flying buttresses, you know, uh, and also little barges here. At the end, you arrive to uh, another bridge called Le Pont des Tournelles, where you have like a little barge with uh, a place to drink inside. So there are like floating cafes. Floating cafes. That are moored right there on the Seine. And, yes. And that's a romantic place to set for there's a drink. One, right there, there's one. The, the little bridge just on the, on the side of Notre Dame. Now, if you continue up, you get to sort of a park along the river, don't you? And there's little um, tiny theaters where they would have dance club meetings. You have to come up, you have to come up and, and walk and down again. There's no connection. Okay, but uh, you can no. continue up and there's actually like modern art and it's just a very yes. beautiful place for people. Yes, and there there's a place also, it, it's not far from the Institut du Monde Arabe, the Arabic World Institute. Right. So really at the end, you have passed the point of the Ile Saint-Louis at that point. And there, there is a kind of modern garden with sculptures. And also there is a little amphitheater where people are dancing. And it's so charming in the evening. They're dancing. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about midnight in Paris, or at least Paris after dark, with our Parisian tour guide friend, Arnaud Servignon. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Bill's on the phone from Tonawanda in New York. Bill, thanks for your call. Hello, Bill. I was wondering, uh, we are scheduling to go into Paris uh, in May. Yes. And my wife more or less fell in love with the city uh, when she saw Woody Allen's movie Midnight in Paris. Yeah, I loved and it too. And they started walking down the Seine at night with the Eiffel Tower in the background. And I mean, it was just one totally romantic scene mm-hmm. that we were just totally taken aback with. Because of that, we immediately started talking about going to Paris. <laughs> well, I'm g- I think you have to go. <laughs> I think Woody Allen could have got yes. a little uh, thanks from the tourist board in Paris because mm. a lot of people, Bill, have been inspired to go to Paris because of that movie. I can see why. And it's uh, not all that unrealistic. You can have that magic. That's the thing that mm, I think Arno and I would like yeah. to stress, that if you just get out in the evening, and as Arno said, it's a safe city after dark. If you use exercise common sense, you're in a big city, you could find mm. yourself some trouble. But if, if you just use common sense, I think it's very reasonable to be out. What time does the metro shut down, though? Because that is a concern uh, for a lot of I people. I think one o'clock. Know when the metro shuts down, because then you'll be stuck walking a long way or having to get a taxi. But the metro runs until after midnight, and you can get anywhere quick and safe. You know, talk to some locals, find out where some good points are that you might want to go for. Where's a great viewpoint at night if you want to sit and just enjoy great the city? Great viewpoint? The best viewpoint is Eiffel Tower. But otherwise, you can go to the Sacre Coeur. There's a nice viewpoint there. The steps on Montmartre. Uh, yes. With the Sacre Coeur floodlit behind Montmartre. you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Montmartre. Montmartre. There's an R at the end. <laughs> Thank you, Anyway, Bill, um, tell your wife, I mean, if you want to really enjoy and really get back into the, the, the spirit of that movie, um, you should go to Montparnasse area where you have the Jingle Bar. That's where, you know, Hemingway met with uh, uh, Scott Fitzgerald. Uh, right next to the Jingle Bar, you have La Coupole. And all these little cafes are located by Montparnasse. That's really where all these people used to go in the 1920s. That's a terrific idea. 
But the Jingo Bar, it, it's it's not really a great place. Huh? I mean, it still exists, basically. Right. But you can find um, that sort of uh, 1920s ambience in many yes. places around Paris. There's another place which I would advise you to go is La Closerie des Lilas. It's just behind the Luxembourg Garden, uh, behind the Luxembourg, you have a big perspective going to the Observatory of Paris. And then just by the corner there, there is La Closerie des Lilas, where Hemingway used to write. Hemingway? Yeah, Hemingway. All right. He lived very close by. And at the top of the hour still, does the Eiffel Tower have its electronic orgasm? <laughs> yes. Yeah, on every, every time, yes. For every, five minutes For now. five minutes at the top of we every hour. broke it down to five minutes, you know. The, yeah. the whole Eiffel Tower shivers with beautiful lights glimmering and yeah. going crazy. We and prefer saying sparkles, you know. Uh, sparkles. Okay, so <laughs> it sparkles shivers. for five minutes. It <laughs> shivers with delight. But we're talking about romantic <laughs> Paris after dark. Yes, that's true. Hey, Bill, thanks for your call. And... and uh, Take your wife over there and uh, make that midnight in Paris sort of uh, dream come true. Thank you. I, Thank I you, appreciate Bill. your comments. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good time. And Anne is on the phone in Sarasota, Florida. Anne, thanks for your call. I've had many midnight experiences in Paris, and I strongly recommend it. It's wonderful. Well, be more explicit. Tell me one of your midnight experiences in Paris. Okay. Uh, the last one, last May was just going to around the saint Savran Church, a yeah. very touristy area, having frites and red wine around midnight, just sitting in a little cafe with a friend. Uh-huh. And though it's a cheesy area, though it's not anything, not cheesy, but it's not, uh, it's not Montparnasse and La Coupole, but at the same time, it's very, very pleasant. And you're in Paris, and you have the Art Deco interiors of cafes, and mm-hmm. and it's just wonderful. And as a woman out close to midnight in Paris, uh, what advice would you give for other women who, who might not feel comfortable in a big city alone after dark? If you've been in a city like New York or Paris or any large city, you go where the tourists are, I think, to places that have people around. I wouldn't walk down a dark street. Right. Well, not necessarily but tourists. You, you go where there's people. The Parisians are out in the full force. The point is we do not have dark streets Parisians in Paris. Are out. There are even bake shops open. I found the best bakery in Paris for music, Gerard Mulot. But, oh, yes, uh, Gerard Mulot. My goodness, you find the right uh, place. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 it's good. Another place at midnight is the Slow Club on the Rue de Rivoli. They play jazz. Uh-huh. near what was the Samaritan department mm-hmm. store. Yes. There's beautiful jazz clubs that are very accessible yes. for tourists if yes. you if you have the yes. good information. You Absolutely. can pick up the uh, Periscope magazine at any yep. newsstand for it 50 cents or something and mm-hmm. have all that information. And it sounds like you're an adventurous traveler and you know how to really get the most out of Paris after dark. I try. All yes, right, thanks. I love it. Thanks for your Thank call. You. Okay, Thank bye you. now. Yes. Have a good day. Bye. I know it's almost too obvious, but you can take the bateau mouche. Yeah, Bateau Mouche or Bateau Parisien or uh, Vedette du Pont Neuf. Uh, These are the classic river boats. If you're going to go, I'd go at night. They've got these big searchlights and they light up, the, they sweep through the city. And Absolutely. you can sit on the deck and you can uh, listen to the uh, narration or you can just ignore it and enjoy the view. Now, if you're willing to spend a little more money, since, you know, you're in Paris, the grand capital of France, the city of lights, um, especially if you want to have that romantic with your significant other, and there's a company called Les Yachts de Paris, the Yachts of Paris, and they are using some very old little boats. Well, you can fit, you know, still 30 people, uh, but it's really for dinner cruise. A dinner cruise. Yes. That would be an elegant um, evening. I forgot the name of the chef who is doing the food. It's really quite famous. But the view would be incredible. Oh, it's fantastic. The bridges, the, yes. the Notre Dame. And they're oh. using a 1930s boat. Gorgeous. There are many ways to mm. enjoy Paris after dark. Yes, and it's just more exquisite. 
Arnaud Servignon? Yes. I'll see you in Paris. Okay. Arvignon, thank you very much. You're welcome. Rick Steves teaches smart travel to France and beyond. At ricksteves.com, you'll find an archive of interviews from his radio show, free audio tours of Paris's top sites, a monthly travel newsletter, and a world of information to help you turn your travel dreams into smooth and affordable reality. To gear up for your next French adventure, begin your trip at ricksteves.com. <laughs>